0: Achieve it. Here's your host, Ivory Lanou, renowned angel communicator. Do you want to know more about angels? Are you ready to level up your spiritual journey? Then you are going to love my inner circle and Patreon. Membership includes great benefits like virtual workshops, mentoring programs, topical videos, interesting posts, a supportive, like-minded community, discounted sessions with me, and access to a library of videos and posts on topics you care about like angels, spirituality, healing, and personal growth. Join and begin your spiritual expansion today. That's the Angel Room Inner Circle on Patreon. Hi, welcome. I'm Ivory. Thanks for joining me on the podcast today. Today's topic is seeing spirits. And before I get into that, hello to my listeners in Johannesburg, South Africa. I love knowing that you're here and I appreciate you supporting the show by following it in this way. So let's jump into this topic. Um, It seems to be for many people like myself, That if you are born with the ability to see angels, then you tend to be born with the ability to see spirit as well. And it was all mixed up for me as a child. Like I I wasn't sure what was what um, until I was old enough to start catechism through the Catholic Church and, and study about angels. And then I was like, oh, that, you know, so I knew what the angels were. They were still appearing to me as winged beings all the time back then, but there were other beings that were coming through. Um, yes, some of them did frighten me as a child. And I think a lot of that is just the same thing that adults tend to go through now is that if it's something that's unknown to you, something new or unknown, uncertain, you get afraid it, I, maybe that's a natural human reaction to just become afraid. Um, as over time, I learned that I didn't need to be afraid of these, of these spirits, And I go by how things feel. When something comes through to me, the first thing I do is tune into how does it feel. And I encourage you to do the same because that's the best way to discern whether it's something you're comfortable having around you, or it's something you just want to get out of your presence right away. And sometimes that's the case. So I want to start by talking about why do spirits appear to people? Uh, People ask me this, and there is no one set answer. Uh, Sometimes it's because it's a loved one that you knew, a friend, a family member, a pet that is close to you, who's crossed over, and they're coming through to you because they want to be with you. They like being with you. They want you to know that they're okay. Uh, they're still part they're still part of your family you still have that bond with them that that tight bond so they're just connected with you and you know sometimes they want you to know and sometimes you just happen to feel them there see them there so another reason would be that a spirit is attached to the building you're seeing it in or perhaps even the land the building is on dealt with that a lot where they lived there. And sometimes people will say, well, I'm the first one to live in my home. Great. But there's been people on this continent for tens of thousands of years. So what was on that land before you lived there? You might know, you might not know what was there before that, before that there can be spirits attached to the land from many, many years ago. Um, I lived in a house where I had a Native American who was attached to the land. He was the only positive thing that was happening there, so I appreciate him. I felt like he was very protective of me because he knew I'd gotten into a bad situation living there. Um, Another reason would be what we call residual haunting. So um, I'll give you an example of this. So let's say that you go to a hotel. It's an old hotel and it's known to be haunted. They call it haunted. I'd say it has spirits in it. And so there's a lot of people who see. I'll tell you about a specific one. Near me is a town called Jerome, Arizona. It's an old copper mining town. I can see it from my back patio, my living room, my favorite town in Arizona. And there's a place up there that is um, haunted, it's an old hospital. Now it's a hotel. And I was staying there with my then 10-year-old daughter, my good friend and her good friend to celebrate my daughter's birthday. And in the middle of the night, I saw, I woke up and there was an old-fashioned surgeon standing at the base of the bed, just looking at me. And he knew that I saw him and he got a little closer. He was just standing there looking at me and I was looking at him. I didn't feel anything negative about him. I was just, hmm, who's this guy? And then the next morning, my daughter runs down to the lobby and she tells them, my mom saw a ghost last night. Well, it was a new owner at the time who was really into that and excited about it. And he told me that that room was the old surgical recovery room. And he showed me some pictures of surgeons who'd worked there. And I was able to pick out the surgeon I'd seen. So that was the first time since he owned it that anyone had seen it. But since then, there's been other reports doesn't it make sense that if that surgeon had walked those halls, stood in that room checking on patients after surgery many, many, many times, that they might go back to that and be kind of stuck in a pattern? If they're if they're stuck in this plane, that they might be stuck in an old pattern for their work of walking through the ward, seeing somebody laying in the bed, and and just seeing how they're doing. Um. That's just one example, but it's just a spirit. Usually they're not aware of you with a residual. They're just going through the pattern. They might always be seen walking down a specific hall or always be seen in a park in a specific place, but they don't notice people looking at them. There's not really any interaction with that type of spirit as a rule. So it's very interesting. Like this one, he knew I was looking at him. So I I don't know why that was different, but residual. Another one can be a warning. Uh, There's plenty of instances where spirits have come through because they want to give you a warning about something, a person, a situation, a planned trip. Who who knows? It could be anything. So um, if a spirit comes through and gives you a warning, pay attention to that. At least make note of it in your journal and try to avoid whatever it is they're warning you about. They've gone to a lot of effort and expended a lot of their energy to warn you. And the last one would be when someone is close to death and they start that cycle where they're seeing the spirits of people who were close to them who've passed, uh, angels are coming through and they're talking to people you can't see. They really are seeing spirit. They're seeing spirit. They're seeing angels and, and they're interacting because these spirit want to help this person who's in process of passing to not feel afraid to understand that it's a natural process. They're going to a very beautiful place where many people they love are waiting to greet them and it's going to be a joyous experience. And so they want to ease that transition for them and prepare them for it. So um, those are those are some of the main reasons that I would say that, that spirit would choose to appear to someone. Now, I know you're waiting to hear this and I want to share it with you. What are the varying forms that spirit might take when they do appear to you? So the first one, the most, the most um, popular people try to have this happen is a full body apparition. Uh, they don't happen as often as we'd like, but I've had some, uh, I've had some doozies with that. Um, so full body apparition is if you're looking just like I am right now, like you'd see me as a living person, you'd hear me, you'd, you would, I would be there for all intents and purposes. So one time I was recovering from, uh bronchitis sinus stuff and I was awake and just, I'd been reading in bed and I'm wide awake. And all of a sudden, a strange man walked into the bedroom and He had uh, all blue jean outfit on, which I took note of, blue jean pants, blue jean jacket, blue jean baseball cap. And his hair was blonde and straight and kind of straw-like. He was very tall and thin. And he looked at me and said, double down, and then turned and walked into the corner and disappeared. And I went, okay, it's going to be one of those kind of days, is it? So that's a full body apparition. And you could see that there's a lot of people who want to see that. And I'm telling you, when you can see it, if you're into this sort of thing, it's very interesting. It's very intriguing, quite an amazing thing. Um, the next would be seeing something they call ectoplasm, or sometimes it's called ecto mist, and it's a mist. It's just a misty sort of nebulous form. Uh, doesn't? It's really not usually uh, taking a human form. It's just this misty form. So you could see that uh, it takes less effort. The mo- one that takes the most effort for a spirit to to produce is full body apparition. Uh, now I want to say too that there used to be this thing of like, oh, spirit has to take time before they have energy to be full body apparition. That's not always true. Um, I have a couple people that I love who've crossed who immediately came through as full body apparitions. So I don't think the rules are that hard and fast. The next form, and it's a it's a much more common one, is orbs, and I also put sparks of light in that category. So, let's if you want, we can differentiate that. It, maybe it'll help you. So, a spark of light is literally like the pen tip, tip of I'm throwing my pen around the tip of a pen, and it's just this really bright spark of light that could be white, silver, gold, blue, pink, lavender, uh, usually white, gold. And silver. You might see it flash in and out. You might see it zip across the room. It might sort of zigzag a little bit. So um, that's a spark of light, but a little more intensified beyond that would be the orb. And those tend to be between the size of a ping pong ball and a softball, though I have seen some orbs larger than a basketball. Uh, those are just perfectly round Circles of light, they emit, they have their own source of light from within, and um, they're pretty amazing. So those can just pop in and pop out. Those can also sail across the room like a little comet. They can zigzag. um, A good way to catch these, this is going to be so weird, and I I can't explain it, but I believe it to the point where I'm going to do it myself. So through some paranormal investigative experiments, we've discovered in my group that um, iPhones are not the greatest for picking up orbs and things of the sort on camera, but but Android phones are. Everyone with an iPhone got nothing. Everyone with an Android got great activity on their phones. So uh, just keep that in mind. So um, we were having a little like a training. I was teaching people how to use a phone to record video of paranormal activity, such as seeing a spirit. And we did it at my office in Sedona in the lobby after hours, of course. And I was sitting on the sofa. And as the medium of the group, I said, I feel spirit around me. And and then I felt them coming out from under the sofa. And I could feel that energy going past my ankles. So they started filming. And that's when everybody with an iPhone, including me, got nothing. Everybody with an Android, you, as soon as I said, they're coming out from under the sofa, you can see this fan of about base. Well, I feel like angels and spirit coming in as they talk about it. It was like a fan of pastel colored balls of light that was the size of a baseball. And they came out and went out in a fanning direction through the room. And you could see them then sort of moving around gracefully. So, um, and sometimes like they couldn't see those with their eyes, but I could. So if you're not seeing it with your eyes, that's a good reason to try to get it on film. So you can look at it later. You might feel it and not see it. Uh, the next thing would be funnels. And, you know, I'd heard about these for a long time and I actually got one. I got a picture of one by accident. I was, um, filming a pilot for a show. I was just like backing this financially. And I was in the car with the GoPro camera and we'd finished up the filming for the day out in the Superstition Mountains area. And I heard, take a picture. So I took a picture out the window to the right and I didn't see anything. But later when I looked at the pictures online, like uploaded them, there was a tall funnel that was not there. There's no way that thing looked like it was eight to 10 feet tall, three feet wide, at least very distinct funnel. It looks sort of, uh, it looked like dust, but it wasn't. There was, it was a very still day and there were no dust devils there. And it had a misty quality to it. So I'm going to try to find that picture and upload it for you. I'll put it on the Patreon page. I don't really have anywhere to put it here, but um, you can take a look at that. So those are just misty funnels of energy um, that are appearing to you. I've actually later saw one of those in a cemetery as well. That was like a green, it was sort of like a mitt between the ectoplasm because it was like a, a, like a bright green swirly uh, funnel and it was interesting, like, hmm, well, there you go. Saw another one of those, another one that I see more commonly and clients are reporting to me too, is what I call a shimmer. And so the shimmer is where you're going to see the outline of a human body. And it'll be about the height of the spirit. It'll be about the width of the spirit, but it's not, it doesn't have a head. It doesn't. It has a vaguely head shape, and then you see a vaguely humanoid body, and it's shimmery. And I the closest thing I could have ever seen to really replicating that would be those predator movies where the predator turns on their shield and they're up in the trees, and all you see is like the silvery shimmer. It looks a lot like that. I do not believe it's a predator. <laughs> it's a spirit. Because I can feel the energy of it. I can feel what it is. It has good intentions, nothing negative there. Uh, I think it's an easier way. And to me, like these all are kind of gradual. Uh, it, go, it can go from a spark that you see first, which you might first see in your peripheral vision, just like seeing angel sparks, then progress to seeing orbs. And if you say hello, I mean, even if you don't know who the spirit is, just say hello, because at least they know for sure you saw them, which encourages them to try to see, give you more to see. So the next thing might be like an ectoplasm. And the next thing might be the shimmer. And the next thing might be full body apparition. So there's one type that we haven't talked about yet. And it's a big one. And that is when what we call um, dream visitations, where spirit comes to you in a dream, and they're they're there, it actually is the closest thing to being with them alive as you can be once they pass. So when that happens, a lot of times it happens when you're sleeping, obviously. So a lot of times people wake up within the dream and the spirit is standing next to the bed or sitting on the edge of the bed and they can touch each other. You can hug, you can hold hands, and they're talking to you. And you hear their voice, the voice you remember, and they're using words that you would associate with that spirit. And it's just the greatest gift that you can get from the other side when you're grieving. Uh, Sometimes it'll happen right away. Most of mine have happened very soon after the person crossed and they just wanted to let me know. One wanted to let me know they were fine on the other side. And to apologize for not letting me know that they were so sick, they didn't want me to see them the way they looked toward the end. Um, I would have rather seen them, but that's not my choice. So it was lovely that he came through. And he told me that. Because I'd been feeling bad, like I didn't get the opportunity to support him through that time. But he came through and he was just gorgeous, like he used to be and healthy and vital. And and I could tell he was full of light and joy and everything was fine. And it it helped me deal with that, that uh, shocking news of hearing that this young, handsome friend of mine had passed. So um, I've had other ones, and maybe you have too. I've had my grandma come to me and just talk to me about that I'm special to her and she'll always be with me, protecting me and guiding me. And she has been and friends who come through to let me know that they passed. So I actually had a client, a really long-term client, great person. And when he passed away, I was taking a nap. I didn't know. I don't know if that's when he passed, but I was taking a nap, had no idea he'd passed away. He came to me in a dream and let me know he was dead. And I woke up in a panic and I ran to my computer and I quick did a search of obituaries and there it was. You know, he was, he was um, only in his forties and it it was just um, shocking, you know, and, and he's come through many times since to me and through my friends, just to let me know that I helped him a lot. And I, I tried to make a difference in his life and help him through some rough times. And he was going to do the same for me on the other side. And that was really touching. So. When they come through in dreams, there's usually a meeting, either you really need to hear from them, or they really need to talk to you. When words are left unsaid, when you didn't get that chance to say goodbye, when they know that you're worried about them, you don't know for sure if they're okay. Oh, are they they all right? They're always all right. It's us. It's those of us who are left behind living, who are grieving, missing them. Um, We're going through the heaviness of being in human form, but the spirit, man, they got to step out of these heavy, dense human bodies and go to a place where they live in spirit form and, and they don't have the heaviness and the negativity that is on in the human human existence. So um, I hope that this helps you understand that better. I imagine knowing my audience that there's a good number of you who have some interesting experiences with spirit and no matter how you've seen them or who you think it was, I'd love it if you'd share it with us here, leave a comment, share it. You know, I like, I always respond. I love hearing from you and I don't have all the experiences there are to have. There's people out there who've had more experiences, better or different experiences, I don't know if I'd say better, but different experiences, and and I like to hear from those, and I'm sure you do too. This is a community for all of us, and that's why I love it when you get involved and you make comments and you suggest topics and let me know how you feel about a show because um, otherwise sometimes it feels like talking out into the void. (laughs) I know that's not true, but it's lovely to hear from you. Um, I will be continuing this topic over on my Patreon page, and I've made that page free for most of the posts now, so you can go in and enjoy some things for free. I really want you to benefit from it, and that is The Angel Room, easy to remember, same name as this show, on Patreon, and you'll see that you can join for free. You won't have access to everything. I have to save some things for the paying subscribers. It's only right but I wanted to give you more access. So I'll be continuing this conversation and it'll be a little twist on it, something a little different, but still about seeing spirits. And make sure you tune in next Sunday. My topic is, The seed of the soul. We're talking about the pineal gland, why it's called the seed of the soul, how it operates and why it is so critical to your spirituality. So uh, there's a lot of great information that's going to help you make sure your pineal gland is in the best health possible so that you can make the best spiritual growth possible. And in the meantime, may your angels surround you. May your angels protect you every moment, every day of your life. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure you click that follow button. And uh, if you listen on Apple, I'd love a review. It means a lot. It perks up my day. I'll see you next week. So.